0: Hey everybody, it's Joe Trippi and welcome back to That Trippy Show. For this episode, we're recording this just a few hours after the first publicly televised January 6th committee hearing,
1: so you may be getting this a little bit late today. Alex, where would we get started? Oh man, a lot to get into. Um, I want to go right at what <laughs> I had as the biggest takeaway of the night. Um, halfway through the hearings or so, I can't remember exactly when, I'm sure you can, you can tell us, you just, I think you had the tweet of the night, which I think made some play, which you just said, Trump is fucked. Uh, let's unpack that. I I'm, I, 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 more than anything else I've read, I'm curious as to why. Because I thought what was clear was that Liz Cheney
0: was laying out a prosecutorial uh, textbook of an indictment, um, and it was really, really clear. And uh, when she was talking, uh, the number of times she said things like "you will see evidence." Um, it, in other words, everything she said was the same thing that a prosecutor says in front of a jury uh, in their opening statement, in front of the jury, uh, to to lay out uh, uh, an indictment. And the thing that was really clear, she, this is somebody who chooses her words very, very carefully. The number of times that she talked about that you would see evidence that Donald Trump illegally did something, using the words illegal. The one that really struck me was when she said, and I'm just going to read the exact quote, what President Trump demanded that Mike Pence do wasn't just wrong, it was illegal, and it was unconstitutional. You will hear this in great detail from the vice president's former general counsel. Witnesses in these hearings will explain how the former vice president and his staff informed President Trump over and over again that what he was pressuring Mike Pence to do was illegal. I mean, this thing just kept uh, up, I mean, she said things again that you know Trump summoned a violent mob and directed them illegally to march on the U.S. Capitol. These are literally words of a prosecutor laying out an indictment, and she did it again, saying that we're going to see repeated evidence of this. It just said to me that there was no not going to be some sort of, at the end of this, oh, let the chips fall where they may. I think there the intent here is to make a legal case that this was illegal activity, not holding back on that word, illegal activity by the president of the United States in a attempted coup.
1: Like you said, I think she said the word unconstitutional at least once. That she, I thought at least her, at least her tone, it was almost regretful. You're right. It it seemed like it was, it, it, it was very, not, not so much regretful, like, I can't believe I have to do this, but like more regretful for the country. And I, it, it came off really, really strongly, I think.
0: Yeah, no. And when she talked to her Republican colleagues and said, there will be, there will come a day when Donald Trump is gone, but your dishonor will remain. Again, I think I mean, they everybody up on Capitol Hill that day knows what really happened. Why they continue to cover for Donald Trump? So many of them is you know it, it is a dishonor. I think she called that out in a again in a regretful way. Uh, but in the end, I think it, it, she she went on to say, uh, "I just want to give you another example of this." That in the fifth hearing, she said, you will, we will provide evidence that President Trump corruptly pressured state legislators and election officials to change election results. I mean, not to change election results, including, including details about Trump's call to Georgia officials, urging them to find votes. So this is what I'm trying to say here. This is like this was like a step by step prosecutor opening statement um, to this is what we're going to prove to the jury. Well, the jury here, it's the American people. It's also Republican senators and members of Congress who may uh, you, you hopefully have some conscience left and may find some courage during these hearings to change their view of what happened and say it publicly. And these are the kinds of things that happened back in Watergate, where that did happen over time as the hearings in Watergate became clear. So I I think that one, it was the reason, I mean, getting back to your question, why did I tweet that? It became pretty clear to me that they have the goods. This is not, I don't think Liz Cheney talks this way, uh, says we're gonna bring evidence and repeated evidence of it if they don't have it. And so if they have that evidence and they can prove their case, Donald Trump is indeed fucked, in my view. But, hey, I know there are a lot of people out there who keep saying, no, he'll he'll get away with it again, and he very well might. But I don't think he's going to escape the Justice Department after this is over.
1: Well, and beyond the Justice Department, there are some other kind of implications. I mean, what do you think the goal of this primetime hearing was? just in terms of why did they put it on? I mean, every network except one, which we'll get to in a minute, you can guess who it was, had it on. I mean, all the broadcast networks had it. Most cables did. Why did they choose to put this particular hearing in prime time? Why are you asking that question? I mean,
0: because this is to get it in front of as many Americans as possible and to actually... Break the grip of of the disinformation networks that are out there to make it so covered on so many in so many places that, uh, and have enough Americans talking about it that you can break through to the to some of the very people who need to hear this most, which are the people who who watch Fox Newsmax and OAN, read Breitbart. That's the the why, which also gets into what what you know people who listen to this podcast and what pro-democracy folks like in the union should be you know trying to do here is to help break that bubble too help burst it by you, you know basically trying to make sure that as many of their people that they know um that are living in that bubble get This information, whether you emailing it to them or, you know, on Twitter, but it's moving the these statements out there on social media. Uh, Again, you know, her take these quotes from Liz Cheney. We'll put some of them in the show notes and send them around. One of the true conservatives that's left in the Republican Party, and they're trying to purge her because she's telling you the truth. And why would Fox not cover this? Probably because some of their hosts are going to be part of the evidence. It's that's gonna come out here. Uh they'll do their best to try to to continue to cover up what happened, but I don't think they're gonna succeed. Uh I think uh the American people are gonna know what happened here. And that's that's what that uh what her what she did, I thought was uh pretty Amazing. As much as I thought Benny Thompson's the chairman opening statement was was solid and and, and very good, I actually think if uh, you could have started with Liz Cheney and just let her go because she she was a prosecutor laying out the case. I think in a very effective. She was being a prosecutor, period. And again, I I I'd say this: you don't say. Donald Trump illegally and unconstitutionally did something that we are going to provide evidence that he did. This is not someone who who says that unless she has the goods
1: so Joe it, when you mentioned earlier that you thought that after this the the Justice Department is probably going to be able to move a little bit a little bit more where Where do you think at least this hearing? leaves Merrick Garland. Is there just that much more pressure on him and the Justice Department to move now?
0: Uh look, we don't know where Garland, you know, what uh, my view from the beginning is that the Justice Department is um just doing what the Justice Department does, going starting it the you know, with the folks with, with those people, the insurrectionists who stormed the Capitol, and going up the chain to the Proud Boys, uh, you know, all that and getting into those organizations and keep going up, following up, going straight up. Uh, And when he says and has said he's going to follow this to as high as it goes and, you know, and and hold anybody involved accountable, I I believe that's what the Justice Department is doing. Um, It's a very slow process to do it that way, you know, and so for those of us involved in, you know, understanding, hey, but the, after, uh, you know, November 22, after November this year, we may not have a, you know, democracy in the way we, you know, in, in terms of, of uh, the you know, Republicans taking control of the House and shutting investigations down and those kinds of things. And I don't think that you can't shut down uh, what Garland's doing. I think this makes it clearer. um the hearings are going to make it clear to the american people that when if and when any charges are actually brought against trump and the people closest to him they'll it's a majority of the american people will see it as legitimate and knock down all this fox and trump it's all a witch hunt stuff and so i think this is where Uh, Cheney is laying out and the the committee is going to lay out the evidence. Um, Certainly, there will be a bunch of folks out there who still believe it's a hoax when it's over. Uh, But I think this is softening the ground, laying the foundation for a what I think will be inevitable, I think, uh, indictment.
1: Well, uh, you saw that a little bit last night towards the end of the hearing. They they had, I mean, they kind of spliced together quote after quote after quote from the the rioters um, saying things like, Trump asked us to come. He personally asked us to come to D.C. that day. I know I was there. It's because he called me there. Stuff like, it, it, pretty clear. I mean, at one point- that, That's exactly my point, is you're going to have all this testimony of
0: people who are loyal to Trump um, that are part of, wittingly or not, indicting him. Right, that he ordered me to come. I came because he said to go there. You know, you'll have we're, we're seeing uh, even people like Ivanka Trump, his daughter, say yes, I believe Bill Barr when he said that you know all this stuff about a, a stone election was bullshit um and you know, and Barr is saying that he told the president three times that what he was talk saying to the American people was bullshit um you know and, and so you you're 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 it's these are people that were immensely uh uh loyal uh to this president um and their words are being used uh to further show and be part of the evidence that he was involved in a conspiracy, an illegal conspiracy, an unconstitutional conspiracy that I thought Liz Cheney laid out. These are the seven things we're going to prove. This was a seven part plan and we're gonna prove this plan. Well, if you prove that plan, it means Donald J. Trump is guilty of lots of illegal and unconstitutional activity. Whether a, a majority of the American people come to believe that or not, I think is incumbent on keeping the focus on these hearings and on all of us who are watching to make sure that those that are, are you know in, in another information bubble can't avoid the truth. Um, so we, that's why I think on social media, on uh and and i think even just doing a whole lot of oh my gosh did you see that not you know making just making it so you 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 want to go watch the next hearing um uh to to see what you're i mean we we've got to try um to get including i i've thought about you know basically you know telling any of your friends that you know who are Trump supporters or, or or magazine. It's um you know do do some deal. You will watch Fox during the hearings. If they'll watch, pick one of the networks that's covering this. Uh, one of the net you know if they'll watch the hearing. And and at the end of the, all the hearings, we can go back. I'll go back to watching what I watch. You go back to watching Fox. But but then decide for yourself who's lying to you. Um, uh, you know those those individual challenges uh you know with 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 people you know that you've had these arguments with or stopped talking to even and they used to be good friends it, you know do do some kind of look I'll, I'll swap uh now the problem is you won't be able to get you won't get to see the you'll have to watch Fox for all that time <laughs> but but you know that it, it's worth it right uh get them out of that bubble long enough to catch some of these facts and maybe again you know as as uh read and and Stuart and Rick Wilson, and you know, over when we talk, you know, on Lincoln Project calls and stuff, you know, we're talking about you're not talking about trying to move the entire world on the Republican side right now. It's like, you know, can five, six, seven percent of Republicans decide, you know what, he really did do this, you know, they support um, whatever Merrick Garland or, you know, you know, basically wake up and realize that um, this was an illegal conspiracy, uh, that's six, 7%, that's all, that is enough. That's what make, that, that's what I'm saying. This isn't about trying to change MAGA world uh, to all get it. That's not gonna happen. But, you know, is this gonna move uh, the needle with enough of them if they hear the facts? Um, I think it can, and uh, or, or I hope it can, I mean, for the sake of the country.
1: Joe, it's just about all the time we have. Before before you take us out, I do want to give a special shout out. Uh, last night, um, we had our first union hangout, um, which new thing we're doing. We had like 2,500 people. I think it ended up at, at peak times a little closer to 3,000 hanging out on a Slack channel and discussing the hearings. Uh, it was really fun. I know some people had some technical difficulties, but it was really I inspiring. Was, I was see. one of them. Yeah. <laughs> That was one of them. It, it took me a minute to get in first, so we'll definitely fix that. But really inspiring to see people kind of coming together, and there were a lot of good ideas about how to take take stuff away from it and share it. Got to some of your points you made earlier, so we'll do that again. We'll, we'll iron out the technical difficulties, but but really excited. So with that show, that's all the time we've got today.
0: Yeah, thanks everyone for listening to that trippy show. We wanted to do a, a wait to get this one out uh, to see you know so that we can. We, we could talk about what happened uh but i think we can get it uh deeper into some of this stuff in, in in the next uh next few episodes we'll be back next week and of course please subscribe to that trippy show and leave a review on Apple or wherever you listen you can always send us a question to that trippy show at gmail.com or leave us a question in a review on iTunes but again try to try to get some of your your folks out that you know in your family elsewhere out of that box bubble. That's what will change um, and get, those are the people who need uh, to see these facts and uh, and hopefully hear this stuff in a way that, that uh, moves enough of them that we can move forward as, as a country of citizens who, yeah, don't agree with each other on a lot of stuff, but uh, are uh, bound as a union. And also, go join the union.us if you haven't already done so. Thank you. Take care. See you next week.